to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Sunday and welcome back to another episode of the Embodied Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes, dropped a five-star rating, a written review, and just let me know what you are loving about the show. Um, before we kick off today's episode, I just wanted to let all of you guys know that today is the last day to enroll for my January cohort of Born to Heal. All of that information can be found in the link in the show notes. Um, if you're new here and you don't know what Born to Heal is, Born to Heal is my 12-week signature group program for women who are looking to dive into the recesses of the soul and start to bridge consciousness to the unconscious material that shows up in the body in many different ways. The course is a 12-week course, but you have access for life. Each week, we're going to dive into a specific topic, starting at the body level and moving slowly from persona into ego, into shadow, into mother-father complexes into relational work and then coming and weaving back out into how you apply that actively in your conscious life via boundaries, living in integrity, um, becoming conscious of your value system and setting your life up in a way that is in alignment with that. So if you are interested in that type of work for the beginning of the year, you can head to the show notes and find all of the information in the link in the show notes. So on today's episode, I want to discuss, I'm going to put this in a two-part series. So I'll release today's episode and then on Thursday, I'm going to bridge off today's episode and go into a different topic But I'm going to talk about two alchemical phases that I've been studying in my work um, at this moment. And the first phase is called the Negredo phase. So if you're unfamiliar with alchemy, when much of the Red Book was done for Jung, he kind of got interested in some different Gnostic studies and then Gnosticism really kind of fell short for what he was exploring and he really felt this pull to study alchemy. And Jung said in Memories, Dreams, and Reflections, only after I had familiarized myself with alchemy did I realize that the unconscious is a process and that the psyche is transformed or developed by the relationship of the ego to the contents of the unconscious. And so by applying an alchemical lens to these specific processes that happen in our transformation process, we can start to pull out of the conceptual lens and get closer to that mythopoetic nature of the soul that, again, arises spontaneously in our transformation. And in this podcast, I'm going to attempt to amplify the nature of the soul using these connections to the alchemical process. So alchemy is just a really beautiful metaphor for 
the different processes that are happening within us. And Jung noted three prominent stages in the alchemical process. So the first is the negredo, the second is the albedo, and then the third is the rubedo. So it's the blackening, the whitening, and then the reddening of the soul. And so what I'm going to do in this series is, is really just approach the first two. The rubedo is, is technically the move towards the alchemical philosopher's stone, and you know that in itself is... A whole can of worms that I think would take a long time but the way that I view that that coming towards that philosopher's stone is really to me an awareness of where we're at in this it's it's a way of seeing it's a way of not separating the internal and external conscious and unconscious so distinctly going into the negredo so if, you, if you're not familiar with, with alchemy, alchemy was basically a step before chemistry, so alchemical. So according to Hillman, the root word of chem refers to the Egyptian black land or the land of black soil. And the art of alchemy was called a black art or a, science, a black science. And the blackness of that process implies a movement of the matter that the alchemists were working with through these different phases called mortificatio and putrefacatio. And the thing about alchemy is, is in modern science, we have this very, this illusion of objectivity with removing specific biases of the work that science is trying to achieve. And the difference in alchemy is that alchemists, like I said, use this material, these different forms of matter, as if they were metaphors for the matter within themselves transforming. So the difference between the subjective and objective was a little bit decreased in the alchemical study. And so the blackness of the negredo process implies a movement of the alchemical matter that the alchemists were working with through the mortificatio and putrefacatio phases in the alchemical process. So Jung said that right at the beginning, you meet the dragon, the devil, or as the alchemists called it, the blackness the negredo, and this encounter produces suffering. So in the language of the alchemist, matter suffers until the negredo disappears. So these two terms, mortificatio and putrefacatio, they're overlapping terms, and they refer to different aspects of this negredo process, this blackening process. So the mortificatio means killing, and hence it refers to a metaphorical experience of death. And putrefacatio refers to rotting or the decomposition, and that breaks down the dead organic body that happened in the mortificatio. Psychologically, what this looks like in our process, this is a painful part of our of our inner processes. So in these death and decomposition phases, our Western psychological associations to blackness and that psychological process 
are quick to be deemed symptomatic as if the blackness was a problem to be solved rather than a process that needs to be honored for what is happening within the matter itself. In the mortificatio, the spirit had risen into the heavens and comes back into the matter and then the matter begins disintegrating. Hillman said that of all alchemical colors, black is the most densely inflexible and therefore the most oppressive and dangerously literal state of the soul. So psychologically, this stage, this negredo stage of our, of, our, of our process is accompanied by a sense of meaninglessness, feeling torn apart, feelings of dismemberment, and this psychological dismemberment and that depressive energy that goes with it are indications that we're coming to awareness of the shadow. So Jung writes in the Collected Works that in the realm of consciousness, we are our own masters. But if we step through the door of the shadow, we discover with terror that we are objects of an unseen factor. So when we're moving through the negredo, this kind of black phase in our psychological transformation process, this blackness reveals anxiety, fear, horror, all of these things that have been unconsciously held in our somatic experience in relationship to all of this unconscious negredo energy. So Meister Eckhart is quoted to have said that when the soul wants to experience something, she throws out an image in front of her and then steps into it. There is no more potent of an image to hold the symbolism of the connection of the instinctual to the archetypal than that of the serpent. As I mentioned in the earlier quote by Jung, right at the beginning you meet the dragon. So in this negredo phase, there is a similar opportunity for a bridge to be built between our instincts and the archetypal realm. So the instincts and the emotions are intimately connected to the autonomic nervous system. So that connects the shadow to the body. So we can tell that we're getting close to this negredo material when our vital functions, including our heart rate, our digestion, our respiration rate, all of these can be affected by the shadow's connection to the body. And what this does is this gives us an opportunity for a deep and potent connection to our own matter, the psyche that is undergoing the transformation process. So this implies that moving through the blackness of matter returns us to a conscious relationship to our bodies and to the world itself. Hillman said that the snake, the serpent, is a symbol of the unconscious psyche, particularly when the libido inverts the inward turning energy that goes back and down and in. Its seduction draws us into darkness, into depth. It's always a both. It's creative and destructive, male and female, poisonous and healing, dry and moist, spiritual and material, and many other irreconcilable opposites. And it's very similar to the mercurial energy. If we look at the transformation qualities within the blackness of Negredo, we can also see that when we're in that Negredo phase of our transformation process, we can see that this is also a both situation, as Hillman describes. The blackness that we are going through refuses to be hierarchically ranked underneath white. 
I had an episode talking about black and white and those opposites a couple episodes ago. So you can go back and listen to that. But perhaps this is because the negredo phase does not accept rushing through for the sake of purity. So rushing through our own transformation process in playing this false game of heroics. So instead of cultivating that slow, steady capacity to see what's happening within the darkness within ourselves, what the hero does is it tries to slay the dragon, slay the serpent, then misses the wisdom of that pool that into the darkness. And we get caught in a lifetime of just constantly going through dragon fights within ourselves. So this regressive nature and that pool inwards coincides with the blackness that comes up as the unconscious psyche is trying to come alive and speak potent wisdom through us. Hillman said that black is itself not a paradigm, but a paradigm breaker. That is why it's placed as a phase between a process of colors and why it appears again and again in life and in work in order to deconstruct what has become an identity. That is a really important statement because when we go through darker periods of our transformation process or we're doing a lot of work on ourselves and we feel like we're like coming to a place of we've got this, you know, we're feeling great about where we're at, recognize that you're not promised that as a consistent part of your process. The black it, it, it deconstructs anything that you try to put your identity in, even that I've got this identity. I think blackness really pulls us into that space where we understand that we're constantly a student of life, a student of our inner processes that are constantly changing. And so when we find ourselves stuck in this negredo, sometimes we do have to get pulled down into those dark places until we are transformed in that place. Somatically, this involves moving into and through shame, guilt, disgust, in all of these very visceral experiences that um, Peter Levine, the founder of Somatic Experiencing, says makes us feel as if we're spoiled meat. That is such an apt description of when the heat of consciousness is applied to our, our mortificatio process, our process putrefaction, our process of decay. It does feel when we start to go into these places that need to die within us, it makes us feel as if we are spoiling from the inside out. And that sometimes is what happens when we're really going deep into our shadow work. As I mentioned, this isn't the time for heroics. This isn't the time for you to conquer your emotions and just smash all of these archetypal experiences and the process that's happening into this kind of deadened concept, into any type of scientific diagnosis, into blaming other people for what you're feeling at this present moment. This is the time for the slow and steady gaze of the alchemist. The alchemist attunes to the way that this material is transforming and is thus transformed in that process. 
So the process of working with blackness rather than against it frees us from these imprisoning dualistic ways of good and bad, right and wrong, ups and downs, and frees us from that heroic consciousness that always wants to conquer and is ruled by the shoulds and allows us to see what is rather than what the ego thinks the process should be. And so if one is able to stay anchored with that alchemical eye on the materials that are transforming, that's when this next process of the albedo, the whitening, may spontaneously emerge. And when we look at this alchemical process, we look at it as if any process that's being contained, right? Whether that is with a therapist, an analyst, a coach, a friend, whether it's with yourself in a specific ritual that you have to contain work, this work, the alchemist put this material into the alchemical vase, the container where all of this material would transform. As they watched that material transform, they themselves were transformed by, by using what was happening in that material as a metaphor for what was happening within themselves. And so it's really important that we recognize it's really, really hard to do this and go through this negredo process and really, really feel the depths of it by yourself. It's very, very hard. So that vase that the alchemists work with, the container that held all the materials, that's exactly what the intention, working with other people to work with your psychic processes, that's the point is so that all of this, this negredo can be contained while it is transforming spontaneously and we're not rushing out of this darkness that we actually have to be in. Next episode, I will dive into the next phase, um, what's called the albedo, the whitening process. If you guys have any questions about this, be sure to hit me up. Again, I mentioned this a few episodes back. I do have a free community and you can find the link to that in the show notes as well. And I post all of the links to the podcast in there. So it has a place to comment and ask questions. So if you have any questions on any of the episodes, I highly recommend that you join that free community and engage with the podcast there. Um, And you'll find all the different events, um, talks that I'm giving different groups that I'm engaging with in that free network. So you can find the link to that in the show notes. So with that being said, we will talk on Thursday and I hope that you guys have an amazing week. Bye guys.